Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of Words with Adrian Grubb, hosted by me, Adrian Grubb. I first want to start off with saying thank you to everyone who watched my first video. I believe I'm over 450 views on YouTube um, and a handful on Podbean, which I wasn't surprised about because not a lot of people are on Podbean. Um, but other than that, um, thank you to everybody who watched and everybody who supported. Um, I got a few questions of why I started the podcast and well, I kind of talked about it in the first episode, but I kind of just wanted to have somewhere to have my thoughts and, um, somewhere where I could talk about things that other people don't really get to hear a deliberation or discussion about, um, and how hard it was for me to start it. Um, it was, I've been thinking about this for about a year. But at the end of the day, there's a thousand reasons not to do something. You can always find so many, so many reasons not to do something, not to take the leap to just go and do it. You just got to find that one reason you want to. And I found that reason. I found that, um, I found that drive to just go do it. Um, so I want to thank you all for the positive feedback. Um, I got a lot more than I expected and I'm very happy about it. Um, my emails um, it will be in the description of the video. If anybody wants to email me or you can reach out to me on social media at grub underscore Adrian on Twitter and Instagram. So go ahead and, um, you can reach out to me on both of those. Um, I also got some negative feedback and it wasn't really negative feedback as much as really just people doubting, um, poking fun, making fun, which that really drove me. That kind of made me happy. Um, you can't get anywhere without critics. You can't get anywhere without people who doubt you. And it's not like I'm expecting this to blow up and to be a global icon. I just wanted to start something for myself. Um, I'm not trying to be special. I'm not trying to be amazing. I just wanted to just do something for me that I thought would be fun and for, be interesting for others. Um, so I want to give a special shout out to Connor Hoverman, who I saw yesterday, actually. Uh, we went to high school together. And he goes to BG and we had a great conversation out in the rain in the cold. And, um, you know, basically he just said that, um, you know, it's awesome that you went for it. And that really, uh, that really made me uh, pretty happy. Um, I also want to give a big thank you to Johnny D who gave me some awesome suggestions. Um, it means a lot more than, you know, and my sister, Lauren, um, your positive feedback and your suggestions mean a lot more. Uh, then just your suggestions. It means that you want me to do well, you want me to do better. And I really, really appreciate that. So enough of the thanking and the talking about that. Uh, let's get into my topics for the day. I have two topics that I want to cover one that I was asked about by a couple people and another one that I came up with myself that I kind of just want to talk about. That's been kind of on the national landscape for a while. The first one is, do I think college athletes should be paid? Now, I first want to let you know, I don't want to argue with anybody, but I would definitely love to hear your opinions on things in the comments section, in my email, on my social media. Um, I'm not promising I'll reply, but maybe um, when I, if I get some comments, I will address them in the next episode, kind of in the intro. But to get into my opinion on this, do I think college athletes should be paid? It's a yes and no. 
Um, my opinion on it, take it from the beginning, is that a lot of college athletes, especially Division One college athletes, um, when they're on a full ride, they're making a lot of money in academic scholarships to go to school. Like, if you get a full ride to Ohio State, you're not paying for a thing. So you're getting, you know, you're getting your education paid for, which is amazing. There are many, many people who do not get their education paid for. Next is you're getting exposure, free exposure. You're getting food. You're getting workouts. You're getting personal workouts, personal training. You're getting great life coaching. You're getting free tutors. These college athletes are getting paid a lot more than you think. However, I do not think it is fair for the money that they bring into the university that a huge cut of that goes to the NCAA. I don't have the statistics with me. I wish I would have um, prepared those sooner, but I don't want to um, surf the web while I'm um, talking about that. However, <clears throat> um, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Apologies. However, I do agree that these people who are getting this exposure and being liked and they're getting their jerseys sold, their name, their number, their likeness is being sold for money that they're not seeing. I do not think that's fair. I think the NCAA is taking too much of a cut by too much of a cut. I mean, I don't think the NCAA should make anything at all. Um, I think the NCAA should be done away with and um, brought to something that's like interschool or maybe just cut down because they're a money monster. You can't have a middleman between these universities that's taking that much money. The universities should be able to organize um, seasons and things themselves because that gives a lot of opportunity for students in the schools to get jobs, to get internships, to get opportunities, to get experience doing things like that. A lot of um, athletic marketing and things like that and majors along that line. Um, but my opinion on them getting paid is I do agree that they should be able to use their likeness to make money. By that, I mean they should be able to use their persona, their personality to make money. They shouldn't, like, if a car dealership wants to sponsor them and give them money, like, take them in as a sponsor and give them money, I have no problem with that. But they should not be allowed to use their jersey from the school. Just nothing from the school could be involved. It's only the athlete. Um, no school colors, no school jerseys, no school clips, no school pictures, nothing that has to do with the university. It's only on their own likeness. They're still people. They need to make money. There's nothing wrong with them making money off their own likeness. I think it's very selfish from the universities and the NCAA perspective to not let these kids use their own personality to make them money. Like the NCAA was shutting down people's YouTube channels because they were monetized and they were making money. How fair is that? They're using their own skills and their own persona to be creative and try to make money. And the NCAA said, you either stop or you can't play your sport anymore. I don't think that's fair at all. So yes and no, I think college athletes should be paid, not more by the university. They already get enough. They're getting a free education slash a reduced education cost. Um, you know, they're getting exposure, food, personal training, things like that. Those are very expensive, but I also believe that they should be able to make money off of their own likeness apart from the university because they're people. 
I mean, even if you're a D3 athlete and you're a really cool person, you're making a lot of money, like off maybe a YouTube channel or maybe local sponsorships, there should be nothing wrong with that. I, that should be encouraged for kids to be creative because that's what life is about as a young adult is trying to build that bank, trying to make some money so that way you can be a little more comfortable later in life. So that's it on whether I think college athletes should be paid. Um, if you guys want to maybe put down in the comments um, what you think, um, maybe some criticizing of my opinion, what you think, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to see it. And I'd love to maybe address it in the next episode. The next is my big topic, which is the potential banning of jewels and flavored e-cigarettes. Michigan uh, was the first to pass it, but it was actually just recently blocked by a judge um, saying that it, I think it was um, on a constitutional basis that it wasn't correct. Um, however, and I completely agree with that. Um, I will just say straight up, I do not agree at all with the banning of any jewels, e-cigarettes, anything. Really, you need to think about it in two ways. Do you believe it's the government's responsibility to control the bad things, the potentially bad things that people put into their bodies? Or do you think it's the government's responsibility to warn people? Granted, I don't think the government should have a say at all, but I do believe there's no chance that the government won't be involved at all. But I do not believe it's the government's responsibility to overreach and tell people what they can and cannot do. There's a difference between jeweling and murder. Obviously, you shouldn't kill people. So yeah, the government having a law saying you can't kill people, you can't rob people's houses, you can't beat people up. That's what the government's for. That's what laws are for. I completely agree with that. But when the government starts thinking that they can come into people's personal lives and tell them they can or can't, you know, smoke an e-cigarette or whatever, uh, that's where I start to see some tendencies that I don't like. As a person, I believe that freedom is the freedom to choose what I do and don't want to do to my body. If I choose, I want to eat vegetables, eat healthy, not put potentially hazardous things into my body, that's my choice. But if I choose to drink a bunch of pop, eat McDonald's every day, not work out, jewel, smoke, all of that, that too is my choice. It's not the government's responsibility to tell me what I want to do to my own body or to anyone else's own body, their own body. It is their responsibility to tell people they can't smoke in public places because secondhand smoke is just as dangerous as firsthand. But I also believe that it's not the government's responsibility to tell people they can and can't jewel or smoke or anything. I mean, and this whole banning of e-cigarettes is so off the cuff, it doesn't make any sense. Like if you look at cigarettes, Yes, there have been regulations and things put on cigarettes. I mean, um, I was talking with an old friend um, about how cigarettes used to be like 80 cents for a pack. Now you see them, they're like six bucks, and that's way more than inflation. Um, you know, so they put, and you, you know, they had the warnings, but tobacco, even though it's natural, it's still hazardous, and cigarettes especially. 
um, with all the chemical harmful chemicals and stuff that they put in there. Um, it's, I mean, they put fiberglass, they put like tiny trace amounts of fiberglass into chewing tobacco to cut open your gums. So that way the, t- the nicotine can get into your gums better and get you a better high, a better nicotine high, but also better access to your bloodstream. So that way it can get into your brain and increase addiction. But cigarettes, chewing tobacco, cigars, they all have warnings on them. Government warnings that say this has been shown that it can cause cancer, hazardous diseases, things like that. But you can still buy them. But now they want to ban jeweling because it's potentially hazardous. People are having health defects because of it. Um, And right now, I think the death toll (coughs) is around 18, which is generally low for the time it's been around. I mean, it's been around since I was in high school, which was about five or six years ago. So 18 right now isn't that huge of a number that they know of. And even if you account for some error, still not that much. But if you look at cigarettes... Cigarettes cause 480,000 deaths annually. The smoking of tobacco causes 480,000 deaths a year. Cigarettes were invented in 1865. Now, for the sake of science or fairness, I decided to do my calculations from 1885 to give a 20-year amount of time for smoking to become more normalized and for um, people to develop illnesses from it. So I went from 1885. So if you go from 1885, um, that's roughly like 130 years or something like that. Um, Roughly 64,320,000 people have died from tobacco products. 64,320,000 people. And you're telling me The only reason they want to ban jewels is because people are dying with a confirmed 18 people just this year. Only 18. That doesn't seem right to me. And as a person who loves freedom and my freedom to choose what I would like to do with my body and with anything, I don't think it's right for the government to have a say in what I put into my body. I don't personally jewel or vape. And I just... But still, in terms of my, my friends, my fellow Americans, I don't think that it's the government's responsibility to tell us what we can and can't do. It's just not right. I feel like I'm repeating myself, but it's, it's not right, and it can only lead to more, more and more and more. The government gets one thing, you give an inch, they take a mile. That's true for everything, especially the big machine that we call the federal government. Um, and along this, um, banning of things in the democratic, um, debate on CNN the other night, um, Beto O'Rourke, I think it's Beto, Beto, I don't care. It's a fake name anyway. Beto O'Rourke, um, he's running off of this, his big, um, gun buyback, his assault weapon buyback. Um, and he was asked by Anderson Cooper, what is he going to do with the people who don't comply with the guy, with the buyback and turn in their, their, uh, firearms. And he said, law enforcement 
basically along the lines that law enforcement would be involved and that they would their guns would be taken. Oh boy. The way I look at that is if you try to take the firearms from law-abiding people, you and forcefully like go door to door, you will cause 10 lifetimes worth of killings in one day. The people will not give up their firearms no matter what. It does not matter. I don't believe they should have to, but that's a topic for another day from uh, my beliefs on that. Possibly next episode. Wink. Um, However, it's not the government's responsibility to delve into people's personal lives and tell them what they can and can't do. It's reckless. It's tyrannical and it's wrong. I don't care if it's just jeweling. It leads to them believing that they can do it with more things. <clears throat> What's next? I mean, they're already raising the age from 18 to 21. In Ohio, you can't buy tobacco products until you're 21 years old. But you can go off to war and fight and die for your country at age 18. You can drive a car at age 16. You can put yourself into thousands of dollars of debt at age 18 to go to college to further your education. The government wants to be able to pick and choose what they believe that we can do to ourselves. And I don't think that's right. You need to pick an age. You can't be 16, 18, 21. Either make it all 21, make it all 18, or make it all 16. It's easy. It's easier that way. Why are you telling me that something that I'm not responsible enough at 18 that I am at 21? Why are you telling me that I'm an, a, technically an adult, but I don't get treated like one? I can't go to a store and buy every, anything that's in there. I can't buy spray paint without being 18 years old. Are you serious? We're the people who create these products. We're the people who live in this country and they tell us that we're free, but they don't treat us that way. And I understand having age restrictions on things, but you can't pick and choose what you want that age restriction to be. I do not want to be treated as an official adult until I can do everything that an adult can. 18, 21 doesn't matter. I don't think it should be lower than 18. I think the driving age should be bumped up to 16, but you have to pick. You can't keep just putting these regulations on people in all kinds of ages. It's just not right. But we can't, we can't get away from the fact that we are indeed free and we need to be treated that way. The government telling us we can and can't do something that only harms ourselves, potentially harms ourselves, is not right. They have the right to warn us. And they have the right to ensure that things are as safe as possible for people. But at the end of the day, the government should not be telling people what they can and can't do. Unless it's criminal acts or other things along those lines. But if it's only things that harm you, the government can't tell you what to do. And the firearms are an entire different monster that I want to tackle on another day. However... It's not right for the government to be able to tell us what we can and can't do. The federal government should have no say when it comes to the banning of things like this. First off, there's like 30, 50, 350 million people living in the United States, how, however many. And the government is so bloated and so irresponsible already 
They want to be able to tell us what we can and can't do. I'm fine with, I think that um, local government should be given more power. I think that the federal government should be stripped of a lot of its power. We give too much power to the federal government. We give too much consideration. You know, um, one big point would be the Barack Obama presidency to the Donald Trump presidency. A lot of people are upset that Donald Trump became president. But can you tell me how that's changed your life? What changed from the Barack Obama to the Donald Trump era? Personally for you. You may see a little increase or decrease in your taxes, things like that. But, you know, in the same from the, you know, from Bush to Obama, you know, you don't see that big of a change because the federal government doesn't have as much say in your life as you think, but they want you to think that they do and they want to, but they can't. I think that a lot more power should be given to the local governments for us to govern ourselves when things will actually matter. I think that the federal government has become too powerful and seeks more and more power every day. They want to take the power away from us to give to themselves so they have control over us. And I think that's wrong. I think that we need to preach smaller gov- smaller federal government, larger state government. And even then, we can't blow our governments, our locals, and state governments because we're the land of the free. That means that we should be able to make decisions for ourselves. And when it comes down to it, eventually there will be some bad people in there that want to do you wrong in the government in positions of power. And the less power they have now, the less power that they will have to be able to control you more past the point where it starts to get a little uncomfortable. Because the more and more you let things go, the less and less you fight for things, the easier it is to lull you into, you know, sleep. And then the next thing you know, bad, bad things are happening. I mean, you look at history and, you know, the federal government becoming too powerful and taking control of the citizens has only led to bad things. Most recent example of that being Hitler in Germany and the Holocaust. And I'm not saying it's going to come to that, but you cannot rule that possibility out that the government is not always working in your best interest. We need to... Never underestimate the incompetency of the people in charge of us. We need to stay vigilant and stay ready for anything to happen. So I went from talking about Jules getting banned to not trusting the government. But all in all, I just think that the government is overreaching on many, many things and they are restricting our freedoms. And I don't like it. I don't agree with it. But I will talk about it more on the next episode i want to thank you all for watching if you made it this far um i really appreciate you watching and um i'm hoping that for the next episode i'll have some intro and outro graphics or something maybe um to put um in to make it look a little more professional but other than that um thank you for watching uh, i look forward to seeing you next thursday that's when I will plan to try to drop all my episodes is Thursday evenings and feel free to reach out at my email, which will be in the description. M a C C S S T U D I O U S max studios at gmail.com. Um, look me up on social media, grub underscore Adrian on Twitter and Instagram. And I hope you have an amazing day and I hope you make the best of this next week. See ya.